This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey everyone, Carm Capriato, Remarkable Results Radio and the Aftermarket Weekly Podcast. Good to have you all here. We've been doing this since 2015 and man, we are nearing our 900th Remarkable Results Radios episode and about 175 of Aftermarket Weekly, 300 plus some on the Town Hall Academy. Maybe we should bundle them all together, but I know it's way north of 12, 1300 episodes that we've been doing. So beloved in working with the automotive aftermarket in great business acumen. We're on every podcast listening app you can imagine, plus our website, remarkableresults.biz, where we post a lot of cool stuff there. All my blogs are up there that I send out weekly. And don't forget, we have a Toastmasters group, a virtual Remarkable Results Toastmasters. Go to my website, remarkableresults.biz forward slash Toastmasters, and you'll get a link to join us as a guest on our meetings or to actually join. I am excited to introduce, I think for the first time, Gary, am I right? First time? Yes, sir. First time. I don't know why it took so long because you're an icon (laughs) in the industry. Uh, Maybe I've just had you over on that pedestal waiting to have you on. Gary Gunn, president, CEO of Showcase, the auto shop showcase.com. Man, since 79, you've been helping shop owners achieve better lives. I mean, wow, that's a really cool title or subtitle or, if you will, moniker to what you yeah, do. No doubt. Here's the attraction that I have for Gary coming on. Autoshopshowcase.com is all about mentoring. And man, if you've ever heard me and have been to the episodes on Apprentices, you know the importance of mentoring. But it's kind of different when you look at mentoring for a shop owner. You know, we think we know what mentoring is, Gary, and we think we know what working with a mentor is all about. We think we know what being a mentor could be. (laughs) And so Gary's going to kind of dispel some of that when it comes to a an owner perspective and an owner having a mentor. One of the things I love about this, Gary, our discussion, the way to hear Gary help you define this is that having a mentor and being in a coaching program will benefit you because it helps you want to absorb more or maybe even have a higher degree of accountability while the coach is working on a little bit of you and a lot on the business. Mentoring is working a lot on you. And you told me that mentoring is your true calling. It is, no doubt. You know, if you look back on my career in the automotive industry, I've really wore the mentoring hat more than I have the coaching hat. So what I always like to tell the shop owners is it's it's really all about them and the success they want. It's not the success I want for them. It's the success they want. Can they define that success? And then what are the stepping stones or the things they have to do to make that happen? Those are the discussions I have with them. And like I tell them, I said, I'm not here to take you away from any coaching that you're getting. My golly, go to everything you can get your hands on. Then... Let's discuss it and see I can help you implement it so you can get your outcome. To me, that's what mentoring's about, is helping the shop owners implement them, sort of like the supplement. You take a supplement to feel better, something that, that you would take to make you more energy, give you more thought patterns, give you the things that you want other than your diet. So the mentoring is really a supplement to what they already know and they have not implemented. I got it. I can't wait to dive into this. I know that you're going to love this episode. It may change your mind on mentoring. Thank you so much, Dorman, for your continued support. 
Automotive technologies of today and tomorrow demand that professional technicians continuously maintain and grow their knowledge and skill sets. If one does not update, they will evaporate. Mastering the changing technologies, adapting new and more efficient testing techniques, and exploring new tooling and equipment applications are just a few challenges. Dorman Training is dedicated to providing the latest information and proven service and repair tips brought to you by some of the nation's best instructors in the company of some of the nation's best technicians. Dorman has been a leader in driving new product solutions for the automotive aftermarket for more than a century. With DormanTrainingCenter.com, we also deliver the technical training and insight service professionals need to further their careers and stay current. The automotive industry constantly evolves with technical advancements, making it crucial for technicians to stay updated with the latest trends and techniques. By undergoing comprehensive training, aspiring technicians will equip themselves with the necessary skills and knowledge to excel in their field. In addition to personal technical training throughout the United States, Dorman Training Center delivers online training modules covering a wide variety of topics with new resources rolling out regularly. Whatever your role or experience, you can find helpful information on DormanTrainingCenter.com. Dorman Technical Training covers many of today's advanced automotive systems, including hybrid EV, driver assistance, diagnostics, emission, and complex electronics. Created for working service professionals and taught by ASE certified instructors, classes are held as lunch and learns in the evenings and weekends at on-site locations as well as available on demand. Bring your knowledge to the next level at DormanTrainingLive.com. Gary, I got some great talking points. Can't wait to get into it. Define mentoring for us. Here is what the mentoring to me is. We take you through an assessment where you are today. We got a 30-question assessment. Then we sit down and I mentor you through implementing these 30 items. Now, you might get something at a trade show. You might get something from reading a book. You might get something from talking to another shop owner. You might have heard something on Carm's show that you want to implement into your business. So mentoring to me is helping you implement what will make true change. True change, we always say, adds freedom to your owning the business. And if you can own that business and develop a freedom pathway, you don't have to be there every single minute that shop is open. That's what mentoring is about getting you to that spot. Gary, great way to define it. Again, I'm willing to change my whole paradigm of, of mentoring in, in this discussion with you, but I was always taught years ago, that if you're going to be a mentor, you're not really telling people what to do. You're waiting for them to come to you. Does that make sense? Yes. They come to me when they're ready. Got it. And that's the key. The key is, is they've got their nose bloodied. They yeah. Yeah. Don't expect a mentor to be your coach. Expect your mentor to be the individual you go to and says, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Exactly. And it may be a particular thing you're struggling with. It may be hiring people. It may be budgeting your finances or determining where you want to be financially. And I always say there's three P's. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. And if you can get these three things working, that's my job to help you as a mentor to have you doing it without me. And the day we can shake hands and walk away, I'm happy. So I pick up the phone, Gary, and I say, look, at, I need you to mentor me. Are you going to try to find out what kind of mentee I can be? Is there an assessment at all? <laughs> yeah, that's why we do the auto shop performance assessment. 
And that give us a platform so the shop owner can understand where we're going. And then I asked that particular person, I say, okay, out of those 30 questions, let's rank them to what you want to accomplish and what you think's missing and what you think you want to improve on. So now we have a starting point, right? And until we do that assessment, we don't have a starting point. So it's all about me. I'm the mentee, you're the mentor, and you are expecting me to be a really good student mentee. You figured me out, you figured the assessment, you found out what I'm struggling with. Now, are you going to ask leading questions to get me talking about the things I'm struggling with? Yes, we call those probing questions. And we probe into the individual to find out how did this person get into the business? What's their desire? Where are they headed? And once we get that direction... And while I tell somebody, I say, let me see your checkbook. I can tell you where you're spending your money, okay? And if they won't open their checkbook, then that's one person I really can't help. If they're not truthful with me and their P&L is a bunch of lies, how can I help them? I can't. One guy said it's like taking your underwear off in public. So your mentor helps you look at yourself realistically. That's a pretty powerful statement. I love that. Look at yourself realistically. There's no filters. It's right out there. If I was struggling with getting things done, implementing, for example, would you come in and, I mean, I know coaches hold people accountable, but is it the same kind of implementing that you're trying to get me to do? And if not as a mentor, are you trying to find out what's blocking me? Not necessarily blocking you. We're looking for as a mentor is to define what you've tried to implement and failed because you received, let's say, pushback from your staff. And staff is, is resistant to change, okay? So all these shop owners get all hyped up, come back from the trade shows or come back from training or listen to something, and they say, this is a great idea, we're gonna do it. Well, your staff members weren't blessed with everything you heard. So what I wanna do is mentor that shop owner on how to implement things that he's learned through the coaching company he uses or For example, the trade shows, they go to these great classes and what happens is they don't implement. And that's where I come in is say they heard this particular prospect. They heard this thing in the training and he said, I want to implement this, Gary. How do I do it? Then I guide them through implementing it in their business. Okay. All right. So I just came back from ASTE as a shop owner and that just actually just happened a few weekends ago. And I come back with all these great notes. You are my mentor and you found out that this just happened and you said, what courses did you go to? Maybe you already helped him pick out the courses that he should go to based on what he knows he wants to get done in his business. And I come back and you say, okay, what are you going to do? Let's distill this down. Are you then just going to say, here's how you do it? Or are you going to say, so tell me how you would start? What's your step one? We have five tools that we have, okay, for that shop owner to implement things that they want to do. Maybe it's answering the phone differently. Maybe it's hiring differently. Maybe it's a new pay plan. Maybe it's whatever it is. Then we have five tools that they plug into and I train those tools. And that's what implements it. It's not the owner doing the implementation. It's the tools that do the implementation. I don't understand the tools thing. Explain that to me. Okay. For give you an example. There's a tool we call this STS, the staff training session. So that tool is if they are not doing that on a weekly basis, they're going to falter on the processes that run the business. So if they're introducing something new into the business and they're not 
training it consistently, the staff members will not do it. They will resist. And when they start resisting, the shop owner steps back and says, okay, I give up. That's what I've been seeing going on in this industry for years. Paying all this money to get this education, when they get home and they want to implement something, that's where the mentor comes in. How do I get this done? So give me these five areas. One of them was you called STS? Yeah, staff training session. Okay. What's the other one? That's SBS, staff behavior session. And there's another one called a staff SPS, which is the staff potential session. But this is all about staff, right? Is that what you're telling me? It's all about staff? Yes. But what if I came back and I said, the entire business has to go into a different strategy. As a mentor, are you going to help me with the bigger, more global picture? Yes. Then there, there's the other one that's called a WOIT. That's working on it Tuesday. What I've always captured in this industry is that I only want shop owners to work on the business and themselves all day Tuesday. Step out of the fray of the business. Step out of your day-to-day talking to customers, you know, with all the things that are going on, answering the phone, ordering parts, you know what the shop owner gets involved in. You got to get out of the vortex to improve. That one day a week is just massive. So that's the key. Now, when we talk about redoing the business, now they have time to think through it. How am I going to get it done? And that's that's when we have our mentoring sessions on Tuesdays. So we come back in and we talk about these things and then say, okay, how are you going to get it done? Let's pull out those tools out of the toolkit and let's use these tools. You would help me discover or find turnaround points? Yes. Can you give me a case study, an example of that? Let's say if you go to a sporting event, Carm, there's always a scoreboard. And this scoreboard says loser, visitors, time left. It's a scoreboard, okay? So... What we want to do with the owners of the business is to create a scoreboard for them to operate their business. We call it a performance. Okay, how's it performing? And it's not the numbers per se. It's how well can this business operate without me? Okay, can I be gone two days, three days, four days, 30 days? How long can I be gone and it still operate? That's the real scoreboard, isn't it? Now the business doesn't own them. And in our industry, Carm, so many of our shop owners, the business owns them. If they're not there, it doesn't operate. It won't flow. It won't go, right? There's nobody there pushing the pedal down. I'll say, what's missing in your staffing and what's missing in your processes so you can be absent? If I'm struggling financially, then you obviously have some guides and answers as a mentor to help me with that. I can't help, Gary, but think that even if we get into financials and KPIs and gross margins, that you're really coaching with a mentoring kind of overview. Yeah, we use something that if you have a CPA or accountant, you'll never hear this term. This is something we created many years ago, and it's called true cost of doing business. So we give you the formula how to calculate that using our proprietary budget process, okay? And I mentor you to how to use it, get the answer, and now you've got that scorecard every single day, don't you? Then we create created something called a snapshot where you can plug in your daily numbers to see how well you're hitting your T-C-O-D-B, true cost of doing business. And once you get that turnaround point in your head, right? Now, oh my gosh, now I know what I have to do. You know the margins you need. You know the sales you need. You know all the things that are coming there 
And then you go back to these five tools and utilize those tools because running and operating an auto repair shop is a system. It's a process. It's not just going in, open the door and whatever happens, happens. You are now owning that business with an absolutely proven process that works as the owner. It's an owner system. It's not an operating system. It's the owner system. This is what I have to do. This is where I have to go. And this is how I'm going to get there. The five tools, the budgeting, all these things fit that system. Not everyone is ready for full-time coaching, but this is what it sounds like to me. I love to get them before they go to full-time coaching. Because what happens now, when they walk through that door, they have more confidence, don't they? And they hear something from their coach that says, you need to be doing this. And they think, ah, I'm going to run that by Gary. See what he's tasted in the past. But Gary, you're working with them on the true cost of doing business and all the budgets and, and the revenue. And they're working with their coach who's got them doing a different kind of spreadsheet and a different philosophy and, and everything. And they go back and forth. It almost sounds like the gray in the middle may just burst somebody's blood vessels. Not at all. Okay. I want to know what they're seeing over there. And we just take those pond, things and let the mud settle down. And you can see doing. the bottom, right? I don't want what to all these coaching counters are coaching are things that they know work. And I want to take what they're teaching and blend it into what we know works. Not changing, to me, it's a zebra with the same stripes. Just a different terminology. You were telling me that mentoring allows for a deeper dive, but into what? I believe it moves to their why. Why am I doing this? Am I building this business to replicate? Am I building this business to give me freedom? Am I building this business? Why do I own one of these crazy automotive shops? This is tough. Why do I do that? Why do I put up with all these things? Why do I put up with all this stuff in our industry? It's a chosen path that somebody went down. And I've told many shop owners they need to get out. I say, you know, you put the key underneath the door, lock the door and never come back because you don't need to be a shop owner. I mean, the silence on the phone is deafening. And some of them get really mad, but some of them respond to that, don't they? Now, what I do is I like to say that when they're not thinking straight, when, when they're lost. And all I'm trying to do from a mentor standpoint is wake them up, either make them or break them, right? Part of what I said in the beginning about mentoring versus coaching, I'm going to describe it again, and it may be in a different way, that mentoring pulls, coaching pushes. But I can't believe every coach pushes because they've got to allow that individual to do a little pulling themselves. But if you looked at a true mentor, as I said in the early days, and some of the study that I did in my early days was, if I mentor you, then I'm the one who's expecting you to call me for support, guidance, advice. I got, need to describe to you, Gary, a situation that I've been in, blah, 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 this, 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 I'm going to you, I'm going to the well. Instead of you saying, well, I've just reviewed your P&Ls and we have work to do, so I need you to do this, this, and this. It almost sounds like you're doing both, or are you expecting that? If it's necessary, we can. That's not the primary purpose. I did the coaching for 30-something years, so I feel the mentoring is probably the missing piece for these shop owners that are out there. It sounds like an interesting evolution for you after so many years of coaching to say, look, at I've seen that if we can take people and work with them on a higher level, their coaching may be a whole lot, give them a lot more value, or they'll respect where the coach is trying to, if you will, push me while Gary's whispering in my ear, these are the really important things you need to do. I can almost see that I get done with a coaching session and then I pick up the phone or I email you and say, Gary, it looks like I'm being pushed in this direction. Here's how I feel about it. And then you come by 
if you will, as a mentor to help this individual deal with the challenges that they've been just given by the coach. And could be a second opinion. What I do is I guide them and say, well, you know, this same thing, I'm going to give you contact this other shop owner. I want you to talk to them about this. They're going down that same path. And how did they get from where they were to where they are today? The people I know out there in this industry are really part of the mentoring program. So someone, one of the coaching companies be really good at teaching you how to recruit and hire the right people. Another coaching company may really be strong on how you retain your people, right? Another aspect might be really uh, they, they got tremendous information about the financial portals and all the numbers coming out. And this business owner is financially fit. My TCODB is not going to help him understand his numbers anymore because he's doing very well. We're not going to spend time there. So that's why I take those 30 questions and I say, okay, which one do you want to fix? Tell me which one. How many want to fix them? None of them. Oh. <laughs> so, they, and I always said, you know, just put a mirror in front of you. If your business is not operating the way you want it to, it's not your staff problem. It's not your location issue. It's you. That was a very powerful answer to me. It kind of, maybe I knew the answer to it, but it did rock my world a little bit that I would pick up the phone autoshopshowcase.com, get on your website, say, hey, call me, Gary, let's get together. And at the end of the day, you find out that they just can't get out of their own way. And to me, that's the crime. You say, listen, you can't come on with my program unless you're willing to change. Wouldn't that be one of your principles? Absolutely. And there's other pieces of the puzzle. We call it leadership without breaking a sweat and management on cruise control. So if they're ready to work with leading their business without breaking a sweat, they'll listen to me. If they're not ready for that and they love the vortex of the business every day and they're entrapped in there and they can't get out on Tuesday, I can't help them. In your mentoring, are you doing one-on-one or are you doing group mentoring also? We do group mentoring two Tuesdays a month, and that's at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. We bring all the shop owners in the mentoring program together. If they want one-on-one time, then I'll schedule that. Sometimes the group fits some people and they want to work on one specific thing. For example, if they have a son in the business or a daughter in the business and they're having trouble with that situation, now we'll do one-on-one. We won't discuss that in the group because sometimes it gets very personal, doesn't it? Can the group help each other? Oh, absolutely. I call on the group. I say, this this particular shop owner is going through this. Anybody on this phone been through it? And what did you do about it? How often do the people in the group say, you better get out of your own way? I wish they said it more. I always classify this as faulty thinking. I'll give you an example. I was talking to a shop owner one day on the phone he was just a kind of a pain in the rear end. You know, you talk to these guys and they say, oh, I tried that, it didn't work. Well, I tried that, it didn't work. I tried that, it didn't work. Well, great. So everybody you hired was a no good person. Yeah. Everybody you hired for the last 22 years was no good. Who hired him? Well, I did. And I said, then you're the problem. So first of all, not everybody you hire is bad. It's, it's impossible. It's an impossibility. So it's your leadership and management and how you're running the business is causing you the most pain. You better be willing to change. Yeah. Fix the person first, then the business next. So assessments, let's kind of end and put a bow on this thing and understand that big component to your program is assessments. You want to be able to have this individual who wants to join the program do these assessments because it's going to be, as you say, a better mentoring mentee fit. Just give us a little bit more on that. 
we don't really know much about that person unless we walk them through that assessment. And that assessment asks a lot of heavy questions. So it's, it's sort of like them looking deeper into what's going on in their business. Then I can take those questions and now dive deeper. And what I like to do is do a one-on-one session with the person with those 30 questions before they sign up. Because then when they're walking through that door of this relationship, now we have the roadmap, don't we? We have the mental roadmap of what they want to do. They may only pick three things out of there. You have the mental roadmap. I get that. But you give me these 30 questions. Is it done live or do I have time to contemplate the answers? I walk through live with them. You you walk through live? I prefer to walk through live. We have a little checkup situation where we have seven questions to kind of prime the pump. If they turn the checkup in, now that leads to the full assessment. If they won't answer those seven questions, they're not going to walk through 30 of them. So what I do is I read in between the lines and I ask them a lot of questions through that 30 questions. It may take 45 minutes. It may take an hour just to get through that. And then I and I say, what you see here is what needs to be done. And I'll mentor you through the process. Gary, what percentage of people decide not to go through or you decide not to take them on? I would say 40% decide not to come. Not to come. Okay. 60, 40. And I may take 10% of them and weed them out. Not everybody's made for this. They may have been motivated to want to do this, check it out, realize that to your point earlier, you need to take your clothes off here at the football stadium. (laughs) That's right. Right? Yeah. They would hesitate as they kept going through this because none of us want to ever say we're the problem or we're wrong or we could use some training, guidance, a whisper in our ear. <laughs> we don't. I mean, I hate to keep using over and over that the ego is the problem, but in a lot of cases it is. And a lot of people that don't necessarily know are really good at this exalted responsibility that they have of owning a business. And you pick the business, it doesn't matter, small business, everyone's alike. Go back to the e-myth, it could be the greatest cupcake maker in the world, but not necessarily know anything else about leading people, marketing, and you. But wait a minute, you have to be brilliant at all of those because you are the CEO of the business, and I'm not. So how do I get myself through it? I pretend I know. Yeah, and you think everything's great. Yeah, and everything is great to the level of knowledge that you have, which could be very limited if you're not going to class, if you're not reading, if you're not doing webinars, if you're not networking. And you have this most incredible, it seems to me, way to expose if the individual is willing to expose and then take themselves up to a brand new level. I guess they have to be willing and able to accept that, you know what? And you see it all the time. They put on their game face when they're at a trade show. They put on their game face if they're in this training and everything's great in my business, right? But it's not. I love what we talked about because I think we really got nitty gritty into the deep end of the pool. I challenged you with some really good think. You had some great answers. And there's no doubt that many people that are going to listen to this, and I believe I broadcast to a huge successful part of our industry. But I always tell them, I know you know somebody who needs to go to another level. I know you've been talking to people about getting in the networking group, find a coach. In this particular case with Gary Gunn, who's been around the horn a lot of years, done a lot of great stuff as an icon in our industry, why not give Gary a call? I find that it could be a great launch, you know, a springboard, if you will, into 
personal change, business change, and into maybe a full-time coaching program that maybe, if you will, you know, softens them up for it, but builds them up as an individual. You give them the confidence that they need to, to move forward. And that's, if you will, that's my summary of what we just talked about. Hey, it's a great summary. Uh, wish I would have written it or wish I would have said it the same way. Give you the transcript. <laughs> this was great. Uh, Gary Gunn at autoshopshowcase.com and or on the web at autoshopshowcase.com. I mean, my God, I've got Gary's resume here and it would take me an hour and a half to read it. He's, he's just done so many things with 20 groups, training events. He's uh, got a BA, AAM degree uh, from AMI. So you know what you're talking about, and it was so great that we got you on to do this discussion. I think it's a whole new area of um, you know getting yourself a mentor if maybe coaching doesn't work or is a prelude to coaching. Last word, Gary. I'm a supplement to helping you run your business. I'm a supplement, if you will, to your existing coaching company. I'm not going to steal you. I'm not going to push you away. I don't want to coach you full time. I want to mentor you to where you want to go as the shop owner. That's my job. Cool. Now we know. Gary Gunn, thanks so much for being on the show, my friend. All right. Thanks, you, Carm. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time. 